Yeah. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. Okay, so we have a big freaking day today. We have JoJo Fletcher in the building. You guys. People have been asking for this. (laughs) Such a good day. We're honored for you to be here. Feels good. Tanya's right here. (laughs) I'm right here. JoJo. What's up? You know, I've seen you guys for the last couple of days, but it feels different today. (laughs) Just hanging. I'm here in LA for like, what, a week? Uh, yeah, for a full week. You wow. have been staying at my home, but I you know. left me last night. Left you last night, and I will say I was glad to see Jordan, but it was sad leaving. <laughs> you. It was sad leaving. I guys. do have to say I was watching your Instagram story of Becca, like, literally laying on top of you, and I will say that it's been the, I have been that person that I'm, like, laying on top of Becca, and she's pushing me off of her. Wait, she wasn't really I was more like it she wasn't was abu- I was being abusing like gentle. me. She I was, was abusing like, me. Oh, you're just being mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Can we address you. this and have you all discuss who there's a lot of sort of touching amongst your threesome? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there's this fan account out there. Like, I don't know. Should we kind of talk about this? Sure. Okay. I'm a very touchy feely person with my friends, with my family. But there's someone out there that had that's made an Instagram called JoJo and Becca are lesbian lovers. That's it's That's, me. That it's Becca. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I run the account. So now I'm always Wait, a little what's scared. The name of this account? Look no, up. Yeah. Becca and JoJo are lesbian lovers. That, that is the name. Account. Okay, hello. It's always a little scary too. I'm like, should I post that snap? It looks a little too close. <laughs> I know. Every time we post a photo, JoJo's like anxiety goes to the roof. I'm I like, look like her girlfriend. I'm like, listen. You have a fiance. I'm the suspicious one at this point. <laughs> That's very true. It's fine, though. I don't care. I mean, I'm like very, I would say like, I mean, Tanya, literally, we're basically girlfriends at this point. And true. so like, it's, I've just accepted it. If people think we're lesbians, whatever. Right. No, no shame. Yeah, right? no shame in my game. <laughs> I like that you're I'm a touchy person. It's like the Persian <laughs> in me. My whole family's like that. Is that a thing? Yeah. Like my mom, the whole culture is so touchy-feely. It's always kiss on the lips and yeah. squeeze the face and do people know. know you're half persian i don't know i wish i wish i looked more half persian <laughs> i'm really trying to go for this ethnic look i keep seeing photos of kim kardashian and i'm like i'm halfway there like i'm halfway armenian persian they're so close yet i'm so far so it's really frustrating jojo tries to do things that kim kardashian does i'm like your your coloring's a little different <laughs> right <laughs> you're the silver white hair might not look the well, same well i'm going i'm gonna have to leave in an hour and i'm gonna ask for the white hair my no, hair appointment you're not. i'm gonna see what they say let me know what they say because i see what they say. imagine that does not go well okay do you know what i want you two to talk about <laughs> tell us <laughs> <laughs> because I know everybody knows that you guys obviously met on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. but I think it's interesting to talk about how you go on the show to essentially date the same guy and you come out with the best friend and kind of how you how that happens on like a show where you're date, wanting to date the same guy. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a very common Great question. question. And I want to know when was the moment you that we know we're lesbian yeah. We know there's a very clear moment in our friendship. Okay, but we were we were close before that, but that was when it was like. But we were, we're still good. in the mansion though, so it was had to have been the first two weeks. No, I'm talking about that night where Spanx. Oh no, we were oh. close before Spanx. Yeah, that's what I was. No, the night where we got just hammered. Oh, yeah, and I like broke your toe. <laughs> yeah. We like kind of got in a fight with Jubilee that we didn't even know what happened. <laughs> okay, it was. <laughs> 
first of all, I did not drink on Chris Soul Season at all. Don't put this on me, okay? <laughs> and then JoJo's all, let's take a shot of Fireball one night. I was nervous. And things really escalated. I think there's video on the bloopers, and we're sitting on the couch, and your stomach or throat, and we're like burped. burping. Yeah. And you, I remember that night, we were like, man. Yeah, it was a good night, though. It was good. but the, And then the, the night that we were like, we are connected. There's no going back. Was when... Jojo let me wear her Sphinx. That I had already worn walking around Mexico City in 100 degrees. Ew. Not to mention it was a thong Spank. Ew. I know. You guys, I need it. My dress looks First bad. First gross without- that she asked for it. Yeah. Not that I gave it to yeah, her. True. I like, wore underwear. There was blockage. There was like sick. a barrier. I was so gross. I know. It wasn't my Filthy. best. It wasn't either of our best moments, but. More on you. More, yeah, more on you. I was just being a loyal. Yeah, good friend. Good friend. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Whatever. Bye. Y'all mean nothing to me. I'm talking to Amy now. Um, <laughs> I started to think about things that I would share and things that I wouldn't. Is thong spanks one of the ones you would not hard share? pass? Yeah. Hard pass. Uh, maybe if you wash them in the sink. First. I did. I did that. Okay. I tried. Okay. But I then they were them. wet. We couldn't dry them. It oh. was really. Let's just say we ended up throwing them away. I won't share underwear or deodorant. Those are just. No, I'm not, I can do deodorant. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I'm not worried about. I thought I was worried about a lot of these things, but now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just gross. Yeah, some people are really worried about sharing like their lipstick or their. I would. Right. Would y'all share a toothbrush? I used your toothbrush not too long ago, actually. <laughs> Why? You have your own in No, my... last time I was here, I think I forgot it. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I told you, but I did use it. I don't oh, mind. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I like the toothbrush. I don't love it, but I like. I've used Jordan's. Yeah, I'll well, use yeah. a boyfriend's yeah. no problem. I don't care. That's like I mean, same germs. Whatever. I, right. I consider you you like clean. Right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did you like the like like? You're kind of clean. You're fine. Yeah. I bought a new toothbrush immediately. Actually, switched out with my Quip. Ooh, <laughs> Should we go into our Quip spot? <laughs> I feel like it's nice to have JoJo because she is uh, in a steady good relationship. Right. Which she, is something that Becca and I. Larkin. Struggle with. Yeah, but y'all are very different. Y'all are so different. But both very single. Very yes. single, but y'all are so different. Becca, I think, has a fear commitment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Where How Tanya where Tanya wants it so badly. <laughs> and so <laughs> That is such an excellent observation. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, Tanya, honestly, I feel like you've kind of turned a new leaf where you're like, no, I'm a I'm a bad B. Like I can I don't need anybody. Yeah, but you're so really yeah, bad. Yeah, because my mojo's yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me? You are still working on. <laughs> what do I fix though? You think you're like asexual? You have no feelings towards anything, anyone. I do. No, I do. I just haven't felt them in a while. <laughs> That's the one question I feel like you always are asking. You're like. Is it possible for me to yeah. feel this way about somebody? Because it's been a long time. Do you know what, though? I started thinking, and I'm not going to talk about th- too many details, but I started thinking about the last person that I really, like, had intense feelings where, I, like, I got nervous and excited if they texted me. And I think I got semi-rejected in that. And so I think I f- fear that almost. Yeah. yeah. That's normal. I think okay. breakthroughs right here. I know. I, I think that you could really benefit from therapy. <laughs> we talked about this yesterday. We <laughs> talked about how I think it's very good. Like, I, I'm not going to therapy right now. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's not a bad idea for people to go and talk about their feelings and 
do a little bit of soul searching because sometimes you don't even know there's a That's problem. That's what I was going to exactly. say. I need someone to ask the right questions. I we think. can do it here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I think that'd be something I should call I your do dad. We should call your dad. Isn't he a therapist? Psychologist. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, my dad, he's a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. So, I mean, he could help Becca, but I feel like he deals with like um, deeper, yeah, darker. like depression oh. and, and like schizophrenia yeah. and like. <laughs> Not there yet, you yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Speaking of, I want to talk about something about, first of all, I want to talk about this because we're on the topic. We got an email. This is from Whitney. The podcast is absolutely amazing. Do you think you should instantly feel butterflies or fireworks when dating someone? Or do you think sometimes it happens within time the more you get to know someone? I'm torn. I would love to know Becca and Tanya's thoughts on this if they've experienced it. I mean, I I think it's totally situational. I think sometimes you feel it right off the bat. And then sometimes maybe they're developed over time. I think the fireworks and the uh, butterflies are more for lust. In my opinion, oh, wow. I think those are the, the those are the people that you doesn't necessarily don't shouldn't be with. I want that. I you, know, and th- this is the thing: we watch Grey's Anatomy, we watch all these shows, we get these ideas of relationships mm-hmm. in our head that we're like, if I'm not feeling that, like, is this what it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of spewing things. A bit. I don't think mm-hmm. so because I felt it with someone before. Well, I you know, when the first time I met Jordan, I was super butterfly giddy, but I think it was. I think I actually found like a deep, yes, lust. It's lust and then you find your like love, love. for them mm-hmm. deeper on. So I think it just starts with that. It but should it is start important to have that, I think. We I call do too. it two things. The first kiss tingle. So like that kiss, you got to feel that. Yeah, because how many times have you kissed someone and you're like, eh, nothing. Kiss, not yeah. And then times. I also think. <laughs> wow. More than. It is important. <laughs> it is important to be very attracted to the person yes. because if you are with them in the long haul, you want 25 years later to be like, dang, yeah. he's hot. He's Not even physically though. I think you become attracted to just like everything about them. They're like essence. Is but that I, the right word? I do think the butterflies are important. I think that you should, you should feel those in the beginning. But I think. For sure in the beginning. Yeah. If they're not there in the beginning, then <laughs> you're screwed. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> things are going to be hard down the road, I feel. <laughs> But what do I know? I need therapy. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to be a dig. I don't think it's bad. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, I didn't I'm just saying. I mean, I'm. I think I question like any advice I give. Is it good as far as because I don't even. No, I think the advice you give is amazing. I think that there's obviously because I think I'm dealing with the same thing too. Remember, I told you I've, there's something that from my past breakup that I didn't deal with at the time that I think is still haunting me today that I don't know what it is. So that's why I want to go to therapy. It's the I feel old like- phrase, those who cannot do teach yeah. because you have so much experience yeah. failing. Right. So it actually is good to be the one giving advice. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like it too. Um, you brought up a great uh, topic that I want to discuss, which is Grey's Anatomy. We all three watch Grey's Anatomy religiously. Yes. Last that week's, I think it's, it's not on a good path right now. I'm so scared it's about to come to an end. I am so I'm, scared about it. I'm you sc- didn't like this last episode either? No. Ha- I heard you liked it. I what did you like? It. Yeah. I didn't just like it. I loved it. I am like what? upset. Like I, I kind of am like want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it shows a lot of promise. A, the patient. That, promise? Yeah. The patient that 
sadly, rest in peace, ended up dying. The judge. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah we gotta say spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that she show, showed a little bit of Meredith, showed a little bit of a spark with the patient that she could be in love again. What? What are you talking? You're making things up. I'm not making things up, She guys. blacked out when she was watching this. She, no, and then she's she like desperate this. for Meredith to be with anyone, so if Meredith talks to someone, there's a spark. <laughs> there was a spark there. There was a spark. And then they were friends. They knew each other. He died in one episode. There wasn't I know. Like a- when he died, I was a little bit like, Shonda, can we just have let this live a little bit longer? It really upset me, but it shows promise. I also love the ending where DeLuca runs into this, oh, hated this girl. It. Hated it. More, Why? It could didn't not, even fit. It didn't, the, the, it, it didn't make sense. It's so irrelevant. I could not care less about his, him or like new people. No, these are the new interns. These are Don't people. Don't care. It's too late in the game for Grey's Anatomy to bring in these characters that no one knows no no i'm stressed yeah the interns keep it fresh and moving i'm i like the interns especially we don't know what their past is so i'm very excited uh, to see that unfold and then and then everything else was kind of like meh oh then oh and then uh amelia gets it on in the on call room what we've been with the guy that she doesn't even like the guy squirmy and creepy Literally no. could not care. If there's anyone in an on-call no. room that I don't care about, it's either Owen or Amelia. <laughs> and that's who ended up, like, hooking up at the end. Yeah. I think it shows promise. I think this week's episode showed promise for the future. That is no. so, such a hopeful, optimistic view because it is not in a good place. I miss the feels. I oh, miss me too. back the, like, the beginning seasons where after yeah. every episode you'd either cry because you're happy, cry because you're sad, cry because you just don't know why but it made you feel something <laughs> or the song was sad yes. like anything they need to bring back the fray they need, yeah. to bring, <laughs> they need to bring it all back you guys honestly <laughs> i mean if it ends this season and these are the types of episodes we're getting i'm gonna be devastated I'm all sorry. around first of all we they need to bring to yang back that would be a game changer i was watching old episodes i think that was my problem i watched old episodes all day before i watched this last one and i was like this is not they don't compare i I don't have any feelings towards anyone right now i know and like a gun up in the uterus that was much i was like fully in the uterus yeah it's that was they're reaching now they're reaching for stories yeah spoiler alert We're getting, we're really good at that. Yeah, yeah. Warning people. After, after yeah. we say it. After we say it, we're getting it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I think you're, I, sometimes I think you disagree with me just to uh, get me riled up. No, no, no. I, I was, I went into this episode really expecting it to be bad because of what you said. And I was like, I don't even want to watch it. Oh, I'll watch it because the podcast is tomorrow. And then I ended it and was like, hell yeah. Oh, no. Can't Tanya. wait for next week. The intern, when she's all, oh, they're both pretty. I wonder what will happen next. I'm like, <laughs> oh. This is the worst. It's like Riverdale. Oh, no. Okay. No. I I don't know why I like Riverdale. Everyone does. Oh, I'm like yeah. the odd man out here. Yeah. It's bad, but it's so good. Oh, no. It's so good. The There's nothing bad about not it. It's not the best. Oh. But, you know, just cheese. Cheese ball, you know? Tony, you can agree that the like, I love the not, show. I, I love, love everything Oscar about Riverdale. Worthy. I love everything about it. I think they're excellent actors. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, we should have one of them in here. Okay. Oh. We don't agree on this. We clearly have different tastes when it comes to TV shows. But one thing we do agree on is HelloFresh. That's true. It's easy. They send you everything you need. It's a fun process and it's quick. And for someone like myself who does not cook often. And you don't really like grocery shopping, let's be honest. I don't like leaving my home, yeah. so it's delivered <laughs> straight to me. I love HelloFresh. 
Yeah. <laughs> you cook. You both of y'all cook. We had them sent to our house house and we started making them and they were really good meals. Yeah. And then I let my brothers try them and they loved them. I know. My mom and Aww. dad get, Bonus. get them every week. Bonus. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, mom and dad approve. Brothers approve. We all approve. HelloFresh is the way to go. They create amazing recipes, send you all the freshest ingredients, step-by-step instructions, and it's only going to take you 30 minutes, even if you never cook, like me. The meals are creative, delicious, nutritionally balanced, which is very important, mm-hmm. and it's a perfect portion, and it's sent directly to your door. So you don't cook too much. You don't have to leave the house. It's ideal. You're here this Thursday. I'm here. <gasps> we should do it Thursday. Yeah. Cook a family meal? Yeah. yeah. And watch Grace. Does anybody on Thursday want to go with me to Gwyneth Paltrow's store and get an intuitive reading? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're trying to what cook color fresh. <laughs> okay, anyways. Amy will think about it. <laughs> but that'll be after our HelloFresh experience. Yay! Um, okay, so for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code BeccaT30. So that's HelloFresh.com, promo code BeccaT30. Can't wait. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so to wrap up the Grace Chat, if you take out the sport sporting events that were happening, which there were some big ones going on, Grey's was the number four show on TV last week. Blows my mind. I don't think it's going anywhere, but I would appreciate it if they upped the game a little. You bit know, more. there's just we're loyal fans. Oh, I'm never. I'll gonna never stop, stop watching. watching ever. I'll watch it. I'll <laughs> complain about it. I'll love it. I will never stop watching. Yeah. But I would love for it to end on like a bang and not like a like dagger in your heart. I want to feel like Ugh, I want to think a about it for a long time yeah. after it's over. Yeah. It's the stuff I like. No guns in the vagina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no more guns. No more guns in the vagina. <laughs> okay, so moving on, we have a very special guest today. We have Stephanie Hallman from Housewives Dallas. D Town yes. represents. Yes. We have two <laughs> Dallas girls in the house. So exciting. What are the chances? The stars have a it's, line. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> we have The Bachelorette, JoJo oh, Fletcher. <laughs> and we have Real Housewife Dallas, Stephanie Allman. Um, how are you? Good, good. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you for being here. Um, okay, so we talk a lot about, just to prepare you, we're, um, we talk a lot about relationships, how Tanya and I aren't in one mm-hmm. and bad at them. Mm-hmm. Um, JoJo brings an element of success in relationships for today's episode. <laughs> and we episode. have a married. And we have a married, <laughs> successful and yes. married. Yes. Okay, good stuff. So what's, how, do you, how did you and your husband meet? What's the story there? We like these oh ju- jumping right into it. I mean, it's nothing fab. It's not like, you know, JoJo's experience or anything. <laughs> um, it's like, dr- I call it like drunken love at first sight oh, where I you like go out and you get a little drunk <laughs> and you meet a guy and you make out and then it's awkward because he <laughs> wants to see you again. <laughs> um, but no, it, literally we just like met um, at dinner through a mutual friend, um, ended up drinking a little too much wine, making out. Oh. And then, um, Butterflies. yeah, it was just yeah. so romantic. And then we, <laughs> we started dating. Um, I lived in Oklahoma. He lived in Texas. Okay. So like he would come to Oklahoma or come to Texas every weekend. And he proposed like within six months. I think he just hated the drive, you know? See? Oh, he, knew. Knew. Yes. he knew. Yes. Just like, just don't live where they live. And they Did you meet him at a bar in Dallas? <gasps> um, I met him at um, Nobu, the restaurant in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good sushi. Yes. All right. Y'all know how I feel Aphrodisia. about long distance. <laughs> yeah. That's like Becca's goal. Long distance fuels the, the, <laughs> the relationship. Fire. It fuels the yes, fire. Yes, it does. Fire for her. How long have y'all been married? Um, It'll be 10 years in April. Wow. So crazy. Okay, let me ask a question. 
So you've been with your husband for 10 years. You have how many kids? Two. Two little boys. Okay. From the moment you started dating him till now, how has your relationship changed? Your feelings? I'm, I mean, you know, I... It's like it's different. You get almost too comfortable at times. Mm. I'm like, he's like, babe, can you really just like not do that? You know, like you toot in front of him. Oh my, yes, I'm yeah. just nasty. <laughs> yes, I mean, there's like nothing, nothing is sacred. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Nothing is sacred anymore. He's like, babe, um, it's just not hot. Um, <laughs> but you what? know, like after you have children, it's just. I mean, you just. But we were just yeah. talking about the butterflies and you know when you're supposed to feel them, which you're supposed to feel them in the beginning. If you're feeling them towards the middle, the end of your relationship, how is the butterflies changed with you guys um you know i think kids make bring an element where it's like almost i don't know it's like you guys against the world almost like there's this like like camaraderie and there's this like your family and that's everything um but then it's also children are hard because it's hard to like feel hot and sexy especially when they're really young because you have like diaper changing and everything you're so sweet So I'm like, like we, they can't see you. You look great, and oh, this you're is not so sweet. No, um, but I think I think it gets like you just have to put more effort in after children. I think I like we have to do date nights. Yeah, and, but you do know. you think it's important to feel the first kiss tingle so that later when the diapers and all that, yeah. you're like. You're hot because I knew you were hot. Like y'all both yes. still think each other are hot, and like yes. you wanna That's no, it. and it's still like you still it you still fill everything and you can but it just it's just a little bit more like I feel like after children it's just a little bit more effort like you know it's hard to get it on whenever there are fingers under the doors like <laughs> you know it's like okay go to bed yeah it's been like an hour and you're still not sleeping <laughs> kids can't wait yeah it's awesome yeah. I've been pressuring Jojo to have a baby oh. you have to stop pressing she keeps, yeah, no. she keeps it's, telling me no it's no. so fun but yeah, it's yeah. Hard. It'll come in time. Okay. In time, everyone. So yeah. I want to talk about the show. You have the reunion special. It airs tonight. Yes, it does. Well, tonight. I mean, people listening. Tonight, 10, 9 central. It's tonight, right? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> tonight, what time? 10, 9 central. 10, 9 central. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's the drama? What's the drama going to be? What can we expect? Oh, my gosh. Um, The reunion is always kind of the same thing as I felt like last year. It's like really dysfunctional group therapy between <laughs> six ladies. And you're like, okay, we are way too old to act like this. But here we go. Um, But no, it was, it was reunion's kind of my favorite thing because I feel like there's a lot of things that – especially with people's blogs and you just kind of get angry and you hear it, see things people say behind your back and the reunion's kind of where you can get it all put out. it all out there and hopefully get some closure. Um, but it's very dramatic. Um, so the audience should be entertained. I'm a housewife fan. <laughs> like I watch all of them and I always wonder, like you, you know, you see things on Twitter and everyone, uh-huh. are, are you guys friends outside of the show? Yeah, honestly, I hang out with Brandy and Carrie a lot. Um, I don't know. It's more of like a working relationship. Yeah. I feel like whenever you work with some people so often, like the friends that I've had for like 10 plus years from Dallas when I moved here, I don't see them a lot when I'm filming. So when I'm not filming, a lot of my goal is to to see my friends that I've neglected for, you know, four to five months that we're because filming. They, yeah, because they make it seem like you guys always run in the same crowd and you're Never. always bumping into them at the bars right, or the right. restaurants. Never. And yeah. I, I, I really, maybe once every two months I'll run into so interesting. It's, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, whenever, I mean, yeah, you have a schedule where you have to run into them for four months of your yeah. life. But whenever you're not, you you just kind of, you know, do your own thing. I'm all, can I just ask a couple questions? <laughs> yeah, I'm very JoJo's curious. Like, she's a junkie. Um, so I know on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, you know, producers, they kind of, you know, plant situational things to happen uh-huh. where they create the drama. And, um, you know, I'm not the best at like, 
faking my reactions because yes. I already kind of know something's going to happen. When I watch <laughs> The Housewives, you guys are crazy. Yes. Like, no, I would you agree. You are crazy. And it's like, I know that's not fake. Yes. Or no. you're like really good at acting. So what a happens? lot of so a lot of the stuff hap you know like a lot of the drama happens. I almost feel like especially season one when I ended, I was like it's almost like you're like on Survivor and it's I don't know it's like get her before <laughs> she gets you. You don't want right? anyone. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be the person that like gets exiled out of. So I feel like sometimes like people say things to you about somebody else, but then you're put in a really awkward position. Do not relay this information that you know is on air to mm -hmm. the next person. Right. Like it's kind of a. You know, it, it's bad if you do, bad if you don't. And then also, like, you will sit at a dinner for eight, nine hours until something interesting happens. Oh, so sometimes right. it's like that. trying to make it just oh. get yeah. out of there. Yeah, well, and, and you know, usually there are things that are said, you know, and also if you say stuff pr to producers, just be careful because it's probably going to come back. 100%. Yeah, yeah. so you, I, I don't know. I think you just have to be smart, and it's hard because you're living in a bubble for, you know, four to five months. Um, so and with people that, I mean, they're smart. With people that you're really not friends with and you're so different with, then there's going to be some drama. Yeah. Well, and the producer, you're being feel like they're telling you. They're always ex yeah. they're yeah. feeling it. And you do. You get a little, like, you get, you know, a little paranoid. You're like, oh, my gosh, what it, you know, and it, what's being said behind my back? What's going on? Um, so, yeah, I mean, this year was hard because, you know, like I went in with my best friend and then in the beginning of the year, we weren't even talking. So this year I was extremely stressed out and paranoid in the beginning. And then towards the end, I was like, okay, as long as I have this friendship intact. Yeah. But it's hard. It's also hard to maintain friendships. That was another thing I was curious about. You know, you keep hearing about all these relationships that are marriages that are mm -hmm. ending from the housewives. There's like two divorces right. going on right now and friendships that are just fizzling and blowing up in flames. I'm so curious how you manage your your relationship and your marriage and your kids and all that, and it go unaffected? Um, well, it doesn't, it, the season one, um, before I even started this, started airing or started filming, um, I talked to Travis. I'm like, we have got to be in therapy right. just to make sure that we're talking about everything, to make therapy. sure that we, our marriage is on track and to make sure that it doesn't go off track mm -hmm. um, because it was so, it was so hard. Um, with the children, I'm just a mama bear, honestly. Um, like a lot of times this year, you'll see like that I have one child filming with me and the other one not there, and it's just because I realize that I I get paid for this. So yes, I guess I am for selling a sense, but my children <laughs> yeah, right. are not getting paid, and they're yeah. six and eight, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to humiliate them at school. So if they come home and one of them's in a really bad mood, or he's had a hard day, I'm not going to say awesome. Well, come film with mommy yeah. and let the whole world see yeah. how pissed off you are today. Yeah. So so I will if one of them is in a bad mood, I will separate him and just have like my other child come film with me because right. I do think it's important to like Travis and I what we say and what we do we're adults but kids you have to protect yeah. like those are my babies yeah. so that's my biggest thing like as long as I can protect them and and that's kind of how that's I did smart. it this year yeah. yeah so on one of our past podcasts we talked about working with your spouse so uh -huh. Carrie works with, with her Mark husband. Uh -huh. okay so is there a weird like is there any issue as far as them working together or has that been a does oh she like confide gosh. in you and um you know I think I think I think sometimes it's hard um she kind of cut back a lot this year yeah. and now I feel like they just opened a new um like medical spa so they're doing more like laser therapies okay. and I think she's really hands-on with that okay but I think for her and Mark I feel like they they've done it for so long I think they're able to have a really nice balance um I mean, sometimes I think they get on each other's nerves, but I think that she she does more injectables and lasers, yeah. and he's more surgery. And and um, 
she goes in for the tough surgeries, but a lot of the surgeries she kind of stays away from because they're together so much, even on camera. So are they both physicians? Or so, she so RN? she's a she's a nurse first assistant. So she's actually okay. a nurse that goes in and right, like right. helps with surgeries and everything That's as well. So Derek Meredith, I know. So very, yeah, very I hear I hear that you are like, bring yes. it back. In. <laughs> <laughs> Always bringing it back to Grace. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it seems ideal, but I would think I would think like working with your husband, having that you know both very strong personalities yeah. and. I, don't I, th- know, I mean, the workplace. I think it works, but Carrie's really good at not really complaining about her husband that much. Okay. Like I, I complain a lot. Like, <laughs> I'm like Travis has pissed me off today, but she's really pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you fight about? Oh, money. It's <laughs> <laughs> so honest. I love it. I feel like that's yeah. One. No, um, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Like you spend too much. Yeah, like I think he's, yeah, pretty much. I mean, in a nutshell, I, you know, like right now we're remodeling and furnishing a house and he's like always like, he always gets annoyed with me because, you know, because I want to buy all new furniture and I spend a lot and I hide things from him. Like I'll buy a new purse and then like take, you know, things out of the closet like every month. Um, But you're making money. Yeah, I know. I know. But he's always just like, oh my gosh, you spend like, Crazy. Did you work before Housewives? I, I did. I, um, I worked in the social service field, so I worked for um, homeless pregnant women and their children wow. for six wow. years. And then I also worked for Head Start, so I did um, social work for uh, women and children. Okay, so this is actually really funny because our Ask a Guy question this week is where we ask a guy his opinion on a certain subject. And this week, it's what if the woman makes more money in her career and what if the woman is more passionate in her career? So what are your thoughts on that? How's that dynamic? So my my housewife's money, he's very nice. Like, he does pay all my taxes with it, and I do get to keep it all. So I, I am very lucky. Like, he's like, we need to pay taxes. I'm like, no, because you're in a higher tax bracket than me, and that's just not fair. Um, like, um, but, um, but honestly, I, he makes more money than me, and he's honestly much – I mean, like, his career, he eats, lives, breathes it. He's so good at it, so he's probably more passionate. I'm really not passionate about fighting with my friends. Um, and if I was, that would be so – horrible um but no but he really loves what he does and and he's he's very generous but um but yeah but he is like that person that I feel like is always he's always like you know you know a fool and his money will be separated we can't act foolish and I act foolish with money because if I want something I just so buy hard, it right? and hide it yeah I do I need a guy who is more like you know structured because I'm just free Same. for all but it's really cute because my dad's so, like, um, he wears, like, Levi jeans. He pays, like, $25 for his clothes. And my mom will come home from shopping, and he'll be like, oh, how much was that bag? It's, like, a YSL bag. She's like, it was $20, 20 bucks. Like, oh, yeah. so great. What a steal. Bless his heart. Yeah, what a steal. YSL. Yeah. So oh, lying, so lying good. is the key. See, it's, yeah. it's good, yeah. I know. So lying yeah. is the key to a successful marriage. It really yeah. is. But we learn. <laughs> okay, so tell us where we can watch the reunion and um, I just I'm excited to see yeah. what all the drama happens tonight. Oh, it's very special. Pool. No, we we got rid of the indoor pool too. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, it's like well, we move in January, but the house has been like seven months of like gutting and totally different. So I remember no you pool? telling me about yes. this in Austin. So yes, this is house y'all are moving into. Yes, so cool. we bought it. We're moving into, but um, it was so not kid friendly. It looked almost like you were at a hotel. Does that oh, make sense? It was yeah. like just so so um so yeah I worked about seven months on it, which is why we 
this is all of our fighting right now. <laughs> um, it's getting expensive, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of it, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so reunion but, special? Yeah, so the reunion is two parts. So it's going to be this month or today and next Monday, um, 10, 9 Central. And I um, hope you guys check it out and I hope you're at least a little entertained. I'm sure I'm we always yes. entertained. <laughs> so much drama, I love it. No. Well, thank you so, so much for coming thank in. You. It was so fun. You guys are so Yay. sweet. Thank you. Yay. So fun. <laughs> she was so cute. So, so cute. cute. That ring? <laughs> that ring. Right. That was no Neil Lane. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> proud, proud I think of the my diamond Neil. was the size of my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It was large. It was large. Yeah. Good wow. for her. Yeah. We're happy for her. Yeah. 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 Any successful relationship, I'm like, good on you. I know. Beyond the ring, just 10 years of marriage and yeah. kids, it's like, good for you. Off of a drunken makeout. Yeah. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> if you just believe. Um, okay, so our Ask a Guy topic. We have an email from Mindy. Hey, Becca. I'm sorry, guys. You're not included in this one. <laughs> I love this segment where you call guys to get their perspective. I'm wondering if you could can do a call with the following question prompt. I recently dated a guy, and one of the reasons he ended it was because he felt I was more passionate about my career than he was. I work hard, but I'm not a workaholic and make plenty of time for him. So either he was reading too much into my job or was intimidated by my career success. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Are we well, talking you know, about me it? and my guy, <laughs> our biggest fights normally come from me being so passionate about my job. You know, I think it's more about money than it is about passion. But typically, I would say someone who's super passionate about their job is making money if they're if it's the right mm. career. I think if it's the right career, the right person's they're making money, probably more money. Yeah, I don't know. Someone, I think it's. I don't know if it's about money. I think it's about success. I think there's a difference between money and success. It just depends on I guess how you calculate success. I think if you're very passionate, you'll be successful no matter what. But what is success to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, Jojo, do you think your brothers would like it if they had a wife or a girlfriend that made more money than them? So I think my brothers are different. Like, I have Matt and Ben. They both are very successful. I think Ben wants a girl who's very passionate about work. I don't think he cares about money. He just wants somebody that's very passionate about doing anything, something. I think they both want passion. I don't think that they care as much about how much money they make. Okay, but it's, it's interesting because... A girl, I don't know any women who are like, ugh, my husband makes more money than me or my spouse makes more money than right, me. So right. this is causing so many fights. But you hear it way more from the guys having an issue with the women making more money. So is that a thing with like the man wanting to be the leader and the um, provider? Provider? Yeah. Is that like. I mean, I'm sure it's like their ego, but at the same time, like, good for you if you have a I'm wife saying. that is just crushing it, crushing the game. I. And I wouldn't want to be with a, a man that's like offended or, or not offended. Um, not supporting like your feeling inferior career. about yeah. that. Yeah. That's what I think. I also think it has to do with the masculation in terms of he, early on in a relationship, he wants to be impressive to your friends. He wants mm -hmm. to be impressive to your family and your parents. And he doesn't want to feel that he's losing respect that's from you so or the exactly. people in your world. That's yeah. so true. I totally agree with that. It's something that I feel like a lot of people say that to me. They're like, Tanya, I feel like you intimidate a lot of men. And I'm like, but do I? Or is that just an excuse? What? You Maybe not you've got a career that's going well. That's yeah. amazing. People should be supporting that. I, I used know. to say I did not care if I made more money. 
oh, I'm fine with that. I could totally be the breadwinner. Nope. I was lying to myself. So you want a guy, obviously, that makes more than you. It it doesn't have to be more, but But equally as successful. Something like that, because I I thought the other until I got into sort of a thing, and it was awful. It was so awful. I can... And I know that's bad and people will probably write hateful emails to me, but like, (laughs) I can just only tell you how I feel. It didn't work. No, I can understand like how it it could make you feel a certain type of way that's not, I mean, I I, I get it. Mm -hmm. Is this part of our like politically correct conversation? I'm so, (laughs) I I only have four, like five, ten minutes left to talk. I I did want to talk about that. Maybe next time. Everything has (laughs) to be politically correct. Uh, I'm so over it. I'm so over. Yeah, I'm sorry. We were talking. Yeah, go, go, go. Uh, no, I'm just saying I'm so over it. You can't write a, a caption. You can't say something on air. You can't say anything without someone being offended by it. And I feel like we walk around on eggshells every single day of our life, and I'm over it. Like, it's have so a true. sense of humor. Like, relax. Do you know right. what I, I found? I, I completely agree with you. I, I think it's really, it's gotten to, like, the next level. But I think that if you say something and you're and it's, like, your conviction, like, you believe it, people are going to have opinions no matter what. No matter what you say. I can say I like bubblegum and I'm going to have, like, the Bubblegums Association haters or whatever, you know. <laughs> but whatever. But I think if you're passionate about it and it's 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 true to who you are, I think you just have to say it. Like, I, I you know, I, I've said some things on air before that have offended people and I've gotten some tweets about it and... You just There's have to... such a difference, though. Like, I don't think any of us in this room are saying things to be offensive or right. to hurt That's people. I would thing. never yeah. say anything to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. If it's being unaware of how certain people take things, I just feel like there needs to be some sort of grace given. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like there's no grace Well, anymore. so let's talk about Ellen DeGeneres. Did you guys see the photo she posted for Katy Perry's birthday? Oh, yes. Well, I think it's hilarious. And she got, like, a lot of grief about it. Because she was, like, what, pointing at her boobs or something? She was, like, looking at her boobs. And it was was right around the Harvey. Wasn't it around the Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. This is my thing. Why is... Why is... Everyone entitled to an opinion until it until you gr- disagree with their opinion, then it's not you're right. not allowed to have an like everyone's like you're allowed to have your own opinion. That's the whole thing until you disagree with the I don't know. There's majority. such a fine majority. line I yeah. feel between like speaking your truth and not offending somebody because you don't know what their truth is. It's just hard these days. Everything's so I, I guess know. if we were like mean spirited and but like out not, to hurt ever. people. Yeah. I posted a caption and I said something about Yeah, this was Yeah, this is what kind of sparked this conversation. I posted a caption. I said it was for um, Pawn's face wipes, getting your makeup off. And I said, is anyone else OCD about not getting makeup? And I would say I'm almost like a weirdo about it. Like, I really don't like it. I get that there's people who have OCD and it's like a serious thing to where they can't leave the house because it's that drastic. Right. But in no way was my caption supposed to be offensive. But I have a lot of like weird OCD things that I do. I mean, we all know. Would that offend you? No, not at all. And I also feel like there's different levels of OCD. Like I think I'm OCD about certain things. And even though I haven't been medically diagnosed, like I am obsessive and compulsive about certain things. Right. So I don't know. But I I mean, I think if you literally have an opinion on literally anything you're gonna get you're gonna get hate which sucks about it that sucks a lot of people do not want to tell somebody else at work now like oh you look nice or they're totally scared of it but i also think these things come and go i remember this happening 10 years ago or 20 years ago or something where everybody was all freaky and then it goes away there's just yeah. so many things. Remember that girl, you know, cash me outside. How about that? You know, that girl, I did a hashtag. It was a photo of Beck and I, and I was like, cash me outside. 
people freaked out. What, what about funny, that? Just saying that I'm promoting someone who's that disrespectful oh, and how, how my morals aren't aligned. I was like, whoa. Do you want to know the, the, Crazy. the tip of the iceberg where I was like, we are in a very strange world right now? What? There was this baby born in Canada and the mom didn't put a gen- it was a first birth certificate where the mom didn't put a gender because she said it was going against the child's um, rights oh. to oh. choose what gender. Oh. I'm like, and He's then the lawyer or whoever was working for her didn't have any capital letters in her name because she didn't want it to be. There was like a reason why she didn't have like a capital first letter of her name. I was like, <sighs> well, these two belong together. <laughs> I think moral of this conversation is people need to be a little more forgiving. Also, people are so quick like, toughen to like up a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess there's a lot of morals to this story. <laughs> I know. We'll I think people just need to chill out. Yeah. Like, and not be relax. so offended by everything. I know. Not everyone's out to get you. No. True. That's the moral. Not everyone's out to get you. Give people the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I said one day that I thought uh, adults that sleep with teddy bears were freaks. (laughs) And I got a lot of hate on that. And I stand by it. I stand by it. I do not care. If you are over the age of 18 and you're sleeping with a baby blanket or animal, we're done. (laughs) so good. And I don't care. Bring on the hate tweets, texts, send them our way. Yeah, come on. Come at us. Come at me, bro. (laughs) Cash me outside. How about that? Um, Okay, so anyway, sorry we got off topic a little bit, but we're going to do our Ask a Guy segment now. I love this part because we are so, we have Mark, he like chimes in, but Mark's standing alone, so we have to bring in the other guys. (laughs) I thought we were going to talk about how we, um, how uh, if guys overanalyze like we do. That was part of it. We did say. That's a great question. I want to know the answer to We that. had one guy that wrote us on yeah, Slack. Yeah, on Slack. Simon slacked me, and he said that guys do obsess just as much oh. as we do. I have proof. Woo. I forgot. Woo. I thought of this in the shower. Oh. Best Luke ideas come in Bryan's the shower. Luke Bryan's song, Light It Up. Do you guys know Luke Bryan's song, Light It Up? Pull up I the lyrics. I know it, but I don't know the The lyrics. whole song is, I'm neurotic. I'm staring at my phone. I'm staring at my phone. Light it up. Please light it up. So- oh. Maybe he's not analyzing his text messages, but he is freaking out for the girl to light him up. Yeah. Boom. See? We think they don't, but they do. I have to call my Uber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, to, gotta, sorry to put that out JoJo's there. JoJo's got to go do her hair. I have to get my hair done. JoJo's got to go. I'm so sad I'm missing this little phone call you're about to make, but I'm pushing confirm Uber. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to catch y'all hey, outside. <laughs> Later. It's great having you. Thanks for being here. Okay. Making time for us. Love you guys. <laughs> Hopefully you'll invite me back. Okay, my Uber's one minute away. Love you guys. Love you. We'll see you later on. I'll Thanks see you for later. Being here. Bye, JoJo. Good luck with your hair. See you in seven hours. See you in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. That's how long it'll take. Um, okay, so we have Brooks on the phone. Wait, do I know this, Brooks? Brooks from Tulsa. Hey, Brooks. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm great. We have Tanya here. Hi, Brooks. I, Hi, have Tanya. y'all met? I don't know if y'all met. I don't think I have met Tanya. Mm-mm, I don't That's think so. That's just unfortunate. But you sound sound great. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Tanya. Oh. oh. Okay, so we have a few questions for you. Okay. Should we start with the analyzing? Because I like that one. Yeah. Okay. We want to know, do you, if you are kind of talking with a girl at the beginning of a relationship, getting to know someone, do you overanalyze text messages or how often they're texting you or when you should text them? Oh, that's always going to be a function of how much you like somebody. 
Yeah. Right. So. Don't, don't don't we all give it a little extra thought if we're acutely interested. But girls, this is what we do. We we send a text and then we reread it. Mm-hmm. We look at the time we sent it. Mm-hmm. We count the minutes that have passed since we sent it. True. Then we reread it again. Very true. Then and we then start we panicking. Read it to our friends. And then we start panicking and read it to our <laughs> friends. So do guys go to that level or is it more just you think about it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think guys in general do per se, but uh, having come out of the womb with a woman myself, with a twin sister. Oh, I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that took a little explaining. We all were like, oh. Yeah, that might have been a little TMI for a Monday. Huh? <laughs> I have a question. Have you ever screenshotted a conversation with a girl and sent it to a friend of yours to get their take on like what to respond with? Um, not in the context of early dating scenarios, but certainly in the context of, uh, unfortunate breakups. Okay. Oh, so you right. do it more at the, see, at the I end. feel like guys are a little more sensitive at the end when things end than they are maybe at the beginning of being like all gushy and butterfly I mean, that's it. I try to be thoughtful and responsive in a, in the context of, uh, text exchange and early exchanges. Okay. All right. Meaning okay. don't leave things hanging out there. If somebody sends you something thoughtful, don't just make it seem ignored i mean yeah that's the, the goal is to not feel ignored yeah. <laughs> or forgotten. Right. Right. that's all we're that's all we're really looking for it's I'm not like we need to scrape in the bottom of the barrel here <laughs> just just don't ignore us and don't forget about us i, I oh, think those no. are reasonable expectations and and pretty good indicator of uh the quality of person if they are not responsive in a context that should be responded to there you go i like that okay our other question is is it a problem if a woman makes more money than you or is more passionate in her career than you? Well, given that I'm trying to be retired at 47, I would have to say that can't be an issue for me because I'm hopeful that they're uh, that they're trying to carve theirs out in the world. I mean, and I think that's probably unique to my age and having had a, a moderately successful career of my own. So, that, so that's not threatening to me. Oh, so you, like if a woman's like making more money or more passionate than you, you're not intimidated by that. No. I mean, again, in the context of um, trying to be retired with investments. So, <laughs> so what do you, her. like, what is re- retirement? Why does that entice you so much? To me, retirement seems so boring. Yeah, what do you do with your time? Like yard work? Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> As a human being on this planet, is, is uh, time an issue for any of us? I golf a ton. I ski a ton. I travel a ton. I'm driving out of San Francisco right now where my social world is still heavily based. He's he's an adventurer. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really, I don't really struggle with that. I mean, certainly you have your mornings and occasional days where you get a little restless, but that that certainly beats the dreading going into an office on Monday desperately waiting for Friday to come. That's true. I mean, I prefer, even if I'm restless, I'm rarely restless on my couch, but if I happen to be restless (laughs) on my couch, it's better than being restless sitting in an office or something. Right. I mean, that's a pretty high quality problem to try and reconcile. True, true. Mm. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking your time and chatting with us, giving us a guy's opinion. Well, I appreciate you reaching out. It's nice to nice to talk to you, Becca. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Tanya. Nice to meet you, Brooks. Have, have a safe trip. We'll see you when you're down here in L.A. Sounds good. I look forward to it. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Um, should we call my brother? <laughs> should we? It's more like, when can we? <laughs> we should have him on speed dial. I think this is interesting because he's young, like kind of just getting into his career. Totally. So, yeah. He's what, 24? 24. 24. Mm-hmm.
He might have a very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. He might be like, please, sugar mama, save I me. Chris. What's up? We needed the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I got a uh, little bit of a heads up. I was a little caught off guard this time. Oh. And now they're all, he's not answering. I'm like, one second. Well, sometimes, Chris, uh, we're sitting here and, and, and we think, what would, what would Chris say about this? <laughs> so oh, no. here we go again. So here we go. <laughs> now we need all the honesty and sarcasm and wit that you can provide us with. Okay. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. So we just got um, Brooks, who's 47. We got his opinion on these topics. So we wanted someone, you know, younger. And I thought, who better to call? Perfect. Okay. So, first of all, we want to know, do guys overanalyze text messages? Like, do you overanalyze if you text a girl, how long it takes for her to respond, or do you look back on what you sent her and, like, overthink it? Yes. I think we <laughs> overthink it. Uh, sometimes worse than other times. But I do that. I don't do that just with girls. I do that with everybody. <laughs> oh. You're just paranoid. Like, if, if I respond, like if I send something to the to the family group text and nobody responds, I'm like, man, what did I do? That happens a lot, though. Even I, I, I like, I like sometimes don't even initiate things because I can't handle the rejection of no one responding. I, know. I start thinking, I'm like, you know, I go a couple of days without talking to mom, and I'm like, man, did I? Is she upset? <laughs> I do the same thing with mom. I'm like, why hasn't she called me? And then I'm like, maybe I should call her. I That's think true. Back to my like my last my last conversation with her, and I'm like, God, did I use any like curse words? Or <laughs> Wait, but Chris, yeah. go ahead. Do you ever take screenshots of your conversations with girls and send them to your friends to get their opinion on what you should say? No, never. <laughs> that was a, that's that was a hard nice. no. That, that was, was a hard no. Like, no. First of all, that's that's a little too far. I think that's more of a girl thing. Uh -huh. uh, also, my friends are all terrible with dating, so they wouldn't be much help. Okay. And they would like harass you for that. Oh yeah, you're. I mean, you're you're setting yourself up for some uh, some serious. Uh, you know, Backlash. Kate Oliver, Lane Oliver. You gotta <laughs> you gotta watch what you say to those guys. But um, no, I, I definitely I think guys over. I mean, you start to overanalyze it, but I don't ever like screenshot it. You know, to a group text like a like a group of girls. My friend Angie and I spent one full hour analyzing a text trail that her husband said. Like, please stop. He just doesn't have his phone. And we were like, no. And we analyzed it for so long, and we were one million percent wrong. wrong. Yeah, he totally just. Didn't yeah, have his I don't. Phone. I don't usually when I overanalyze it. It's not uh, like lack of response time. It's more kind of the content of it. You know, like did that come across in a way that I didn't necessarily mean it? Uh, especially, you know, with sarcasm. Uh, sometimes that can come across on a text message when when you don't hear the person say it, you don't hear their tone. Uh, it can really come across not the way you meant it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Okay, our other question, and I like this one for you, but is is it a problem if a girl that you're dating is more successful and makes more money than you or is more passionate about her career? Golly, that's a tough one because I'm going to sound like a scumbag <laughs> if I say yes. Uh as a as a man, I think yeah, you kind of want to be the the breadwinner mm -hmm. uh, of the household. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, that's that's great. You know, you find a great girl with a, a, a good career, makes a lot of money. Uh, I could see myself being a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> you know anybody? Anybody in particular? <laughs> I mean, I you do have experience a... changing diapers. You you can do that stuff. Yeah, I mean, there was that Lone Star song a while back, like Mr. Mom or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I could I could make that work. 
So you're down with the but, sugar mama is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I could be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but and, and it sounds bad because it's like, oh man, why? You know, that's that sounds terrible for a guy to act like, oh, you don't want, you're intimidated by. No, I don't think a that's woman. bad. I don't think no, that's bad I, at all. That, that's the conversation. I think mm-hmm. a lot of guys want to be the provider, but is it necessarily like a negative thing if you're not, or is it just kind of like, oh man? But I'm happy well, that I'm with someone who's passionate and successful. I don't, I don't think it's a negative. I think, uh, I think a big part of it is your father-in-law. Yeah, uh, if, true. If he, you know, I think about the movie uh, Meet the Parents, where you know he, he's just a nurse. He's not a real doctor. <laughs> oh right, right, right. <laughs> and Robert De Niro just gives him hell the whole trip, yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, I didn't but, think about that. Yeah, you know. But I, like I said, I, I would I would love to find somebody um, that you know is well established and makes good money. So, Tanya, what's up, girl? <laughs> Chris, I would only be so lucky, please. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't make very much, so I'm gonna need all the help I can get. Yeah, but you're so young. That's what we're saying. Like, as someone who's young, if you met someone who's your age and she's, you know, let's say she is a little more established in her career. But maybe you have the potential to be the breadwinner. Like, right. it's not a deal yeah. breaker. Well, and, and you know, nowadays everything's so expensive. You know, some some households that you know the mom, uh, all she does is stay at home. Dad, you know, you have a decent job. There's a lot of things you don't, just from a financial standpoint, you're not able to do. Whereas if you have money coming in from from husband and wife, you know, that really opens up the door uh, to do a lot more fun True. activities. True. You just got to get it. You got to put your ego aside. Say, hey, look, she makes more money than I do. I outkick my coverage. <laughs> um, so, again, Tanya. <laughs> oh, you're the best. Chris, do you have any plans to move to L.A. ever? Uh, never say never. Okay, I like that answer. Uh, I didn't I didn't ever really think I would be living in Atlanta, but I just take it one day at a time. Okay. Slow so and steady, maybe slow maybe and one steady. day. Slow and steady. Was, I like this. Put it in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tanya Tilly has a nice ring to it. I'm telling you, it's got a ring. Uh, you know, we'd have to get over. Like I said, your your issues with texting uh, might be a problem, but we can work around it. Could you imagine if we started dating and I'm screenshotting him and sending to Becca, being like, "Help! How do I respond to this one?" Like this I was is so say weird. That. that would be yeah, that'd be a tough spot. Yeah, for me. Just I might like... put a real. Uh, Real clamp on our relationship, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for answering. Tanya, you right. had him and you just blew it. Like right before my eyes. You literally had Chris and you just screwed it up. How did I do How it? Did you screw it up. Yeah. Because you just admitted you're going to go to a sister about your relationship. Yeah, I go to Becca yeah. for everything. I'd kind of forgotten about it and then I just got a, a hint of anxiety. So I'm going to need some space. <laughs> Well, you have a week before we call you again, so yeah. enjoy Excellent. all the space you can get. Excellent. Will do. All right. Love you. Love you. Talk to you all later. All right, bye. bye. Love you. <laughs> Didn't get it back. Love you. I tend to do that. Shoot myself in the foot. i I never seen a car crash that quick. <laughs> if, you, if you were on the Housewives, you're, what would your tagline be? I'm Tanya. I'm Tanya, and I screw things up before they even start. <laughs> Literally. It's a talent, I swear. <laughs> I mean, what would your tagline be? I feel nothing. <laughs> Hi, my name is Becca Tilly, and I feel nothing. Sure. <laughs> I'm actually pretty accurate. <laughs> wow.
Um, it's not. I smell something. It smells heavenly in this room. It smells delicious. McDonald's, I love a good French fry. Yeah, I mean, McDonald's brought us lunch today, and we just want to say thank you. They brought us. I smell French fries. It's like invading my everything. McRib is back. That is Dean Unglert just walked in the building. <laughs> He raised his arms. He raised his arms like he was making an entrance. I texted you a few times. I've gotten response. So, oh, yeah. You got anything to say? I text you back every single time. No, you didn't. You said, yeah, let's look at it. I don't think I have it on my phone. I would just like to say, I text you a lot, and and sometimes you don't respond, and I have to go, "Uh, Becca, hello, 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 hello. So this is this is not the same thing. I haven't talked to him in like weeks. Oh, I'll, I'll send yeah. you like Instagram messages. Often. Deeny baby was his name. Weenie baby is his game. What am I supposed to say in response to <laughs> yeah, that? That's true. <laughs> what? It, what, you could say, "What am I supposed to say in response to that?" I thought you were just like bored, like going through your. No, I saw, I saw a photo of you, and I was like, I haven't seen Dean in so long. How is, I'm gonna see how he is. <laughs> okay, well, so now I know that's you asking me how I am. <laughs> that was a greeting, a rap per se. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but you'll Instagram message her. Yeah, no. like when she and dressed up for Halloween. Back? Well, that, yeah, this was after that. It's just like oh. it's like a, a, I don't know. It's like a catalyst to have a conversation instead of saying these ridiculous rap rhyme some, thingies. Some people said that Klein looked like Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, my Halloween. Oh, you're costume. you were Klein. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it was. There was. You look like my brother. Were you excited about it? <laughs> no, not so much. I'm gonna sign off the mic now. <laughs> Bye. Um, okay, so we had a fun day today. We had a really fun day today. want to say thank you to JoJo Fletcher. Hey, JoJo Fletcher. Stephanie Hallman. Stephanie Hallman. Reminder, Real Housewives of Dallas reunion show airs tonight, Monday, and next Monday on Bravo. I had so many more questions to ask JoJo. I feel like she wasn't here long enough. We'll have her in again. Okay. Next week. We'll fly her out. Okay, perfect. Get her in studio. And, of course, Dean for joining us. Hey, Dean. Dean. Um, next week, we'll break down a promising episode of Grey's Anatomy. Mark, do you have a synopsis? Okay, I do, and it looks good. This oh. is their 300th episode. I told you guys this was a promising turning point. It's called Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. After, oh. after a roller coaster car falls off the track at the county fair, the doctors at Grace Sloan tend to patients who spark memories about ghosts from their past. Derek Shepard. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And can I tell you guys, we can talk about this next week. I read an article on BuzzFeed that basically says every single episode of Grey's Anatomy is a song title. You know what? I Did you read that, that from send so you many that? people and I was offended that, that- We never knew. Exactly. That I, I'm like, you're not even a fan. Oh, you knew this the whole time? Forever. Oh. <laughs> like, talk to me when you're on my level. Okay. Also, sorry you have a Grey's Anatomy. You have Meredith Grey on your back now. Yeah. Sorry that I, you're not Meredith Grey. Um, including another topic we need to discuss next week. Is it is it okay to toot in front of your partner? <laughs> I say, I love that I'm saying toot yeah. because my mom hated when I said fart growing up. And so like if she listens to this, I'm gonna I feel like she's gonna be proud that I said toot, toot. instead of fart. I actually have a very strong opinion on this, so we can discuss next week. I used to be one way. I used to be one way, and I completely changed my tune. Tune. So I guess Bonnie emailed us about that and has an opinion. Also, Janet Kramer will be here. She was Alex on One Tree Hill. 
Did you oh, watch Country Hill? Did I? Yeah, that, I'm excited to talk to her about that. She was on Dance with the Stars, and and she's a singer as well. She has Whoa. an amazing voice. She's a, a triple threat. Sounds like I a quadruple threat. Dancer, singer, tree hiller. That's three. Pretty, isn't she? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> she's a quadruple. She's pretty, too. <laughs> okay, um, until then, you want to call it or am I? Did you call it last? I'm yeah, you can it. call it. Time of death, 1244 p.m. Thank you.